It is the second half of round one today on Locked On NFL Draft. Your picks 16 through 31 because there's one missing pick. Welcome to Locked On NFL Draft. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Locked On NFL Draft Show. I'm your host, former NFL and AFL defensive back Eric Crocker. And of course, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Tracy from Rogue Analytics. He is at Ryan Tracy NFL on Twitter. I am at Eric underscore Crocker on Twitter. We want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. That's BetOnline, where the games start. And we're starting with the second half of the first round mock draft with the Green Bay Packers on the clock. And this is a team that, you know, has all kinds of storylines. One, do we find out what happens with Jordan Love at this mm-hmm. time? Is Aaron Rodgers still a Green Bay Packer quarterback at this time? I like what they have at the running back position. They acquired a lot of young receivers. How do they continue to progress? Got some defensive pieces there. But where are the Packers leaning in the first round of this NFL draft? You know, it's really interesting. I have to think that one of those quarterbacks will be the quarterback in 2023. I don't know which one it is, but either way, they need more help. Uh, the O-line has a couple of things that you might want to fix right now. I'm not sure that's where the value is because right now they see a guy on the board that reminds me of someone they know very, very well. Now, I don't know what's going to happen out there in Vegas with Devontae Adams, but if you put Quentin Johnson in this offense to pair with Christian Watson, the deep threat, to pair with Dubs, I think you have a trio that you can project to the future, whether it is Aaron Swansong or whether it is Jordan Love era beginning, that give you the weaponry that you think you can get back on top, like the run game, obviously, in Green Bay. A lot to go on there. But with Johnson falling this far, I think they have to take a serious look at him because of the size and the things they've done in the past with Adams. they got to hope that he can develop, but I like that fit. So Quentin Johnson to the Green Bay Packers. All right, and this is a team that obviously has uh, Watson, Watson, and he, he's been doing a terrific job over there, the young guy out of North Dakota State, but at another big – explosive target now to let Romeo Dubs play a little bit more inside which I think Dubs kind of took over Randall Cobb and be that more primarily slot guy and win from there I think that'd be really good big speeches on the outside uh, twitched up guy in the inside high volume catch guy as they continue to develop that'd be good stuff for the Green Bay Packers and now on the clock we have the Detroit Lions and we're going to take a little bit of a, a blast from the past and double up on receivers last year Detroit Lions in the first rounds traded up to select Jameson Williams. This year, they are taking Rache Rice, receiver out of SMU. We're going to load up. We're going to add more weapons. You look at what they have done at the receiver position. St. Brown, he has been amazing. Maybe one of the underrated steals of the draft that he came out of. You look at Jameson Williams. He's coming back, first game back or second game back. He scores a touchdown. Let's continue to add weapons as he gets healthy. Let's continue to add weapons to take some of the pressure off of St. Brown. You traded Hawkinson away, but let's go ahead and add another target that's going to be big time for you. Now that Rache Rice, the underrated receiver out of SMU, He's a guy that does it all, and they lost Roberson, they lost Danny Gray. He picked up right where those guys left off, was extremely productive. I think this is another weapon for Jared Goff. Listen, I I know what happened last year. 
I know we continue to mock quarterbacks to the Detroit Lions. And I listened to the fans. They said, we're not going quarterback. We're not going quarterback. Well, listen, we're not going to mock a quarterback to you this time, but I will give you a receiver. I know the defense needs help. But let's continue to outscore teams, and we're going to add defense throughout the rest of this draft for the Detroit Lions. All right, so right now, one more weapon for them. Rashad Rice, SMU. Let's go. I, I like it. I, I think what we've seen in Jacksonville, the next pick in the current lineup right now, is that they started to figure it out. You've seen Lawrence come on and have his his big games. We thought he was a generational prospect, prospect when he came out. It's starting to look like it's still on the table and that the Urban Meyer era hasn't killed his production. Does he need more weapons? They went and spent on Christian Kirk. They, they have some guys there that they feel can, can add to the offense. Right now, with these last two selections, what I was going to do is off the table. So how else can they help him? Is it on the other side of the ball? I think maybe that it is. And the guy that I feel that can play in both schemes, a guy that can help them deter points from the other team, is Joey Porter Jr., the corner from Penn State, a guy that I think can walk in there and join what is sometimes a, a kind of a, a big bravado kind of defense that I think they need to find that back. I, I don't know that Joey's a vocal leader, but I do think that he can play, lead with his play on the field and do whatever they need him to do. So I like that fit. Yeah, I mean, we, we see what's going on there. That's a team that's really just starting to pick up steam. It's like, man, will they make the – they make the playoffs. I think they control their own destiny if they just went out. So we'll see uh, what happens to this team come Sunday and where they'll eventually be picking because, you know, you go to the playoffs, you get a later pick. All right, up next, we do have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And this is a team that's just kind of spiraling out of control right now. <laughs> they potentially could go quarterback, but they're not going to draft high enough, so they might go more the free agent route. There will be guys available uh, this offseason. But Tom Brady, it sounds like coming back, is not off the table, but maybe coming back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is. So uh, you would think maybe quarterback. Got some receivers getting a little older with Mike Evans, but he's still very productive. Nah, man, we're going to stay on the offensive side of the ball, and we're going to get some protection there. With Jalen Duncan out of Maryland, 6'6", 320-pound offensive tackle. And uh, when you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now, they are beat up on that offensive line. And maybe it's just guys injured, but they're not playing extremely well. You still got Tristan Wharfs. He can still hold down the right tackle spot. But they're going to go with Jalen to really hold down that left tackle spot. Bring him in here. Let's go. Jalen Duncan out of Maryland to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, now that's we got pick 21 with the Washington Commanders back on the clock. Who are they taking? I, I, I like that fit. When it comes to the Commanders, I think that the defense has been a complete disappointment. We know that the, the quarterback position is kind of in uh, flux here. They've got some weapons that I think that they can they can hold off on that at this pick. The quarterback, I don't see one that they can logically take and make some kind of impact. So you got to go back to the defensive side. And for me, it comes down to even though you have some edge help, I think you can vary that. I think you can be more multiple. I think you can attack in more ways. Maybe it means going to a NASCAR kind of situation. But I think right now, Nolan Smith sitting on the board here, a guy that can play stand-up 3-4 outside. He can drop down in a, in a four-man line and rush the passer. I really like his versatility and allows you to prepare for the future by putting him onto this def- with this defensive line. I really like his fit. I think Nolan Smith's being slept on, to tell you the truth. Maybe we'll see him in the championship games get there, but Nolan Smith ends up in Washington. 
I like it. Add, you know, anytime you add some uh, guys with range and length, that's exciting to a lot of guys. There's some some really good defensive linemen on the board. You got Foskey and some other guys that will potentially come off in the first round. We're going to get to those guys and more up next. But first, we want to talk to you a little bit about the good folks over at NHTSA. And that, did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even the states where marijuana marijuana is legal in California, Colorado, some of those states. All right. That means driving high could get you a DUI. And if you think that law enforcement can't tell when you are high, come on, man, you're, you're wrong. All right. If your friends can tell, if your coworkers can tell, your family can tell, your parents can tell, everyone can tell, including law enforcement officers out there on the road. So driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time and change how you perceive time and speed. So even if you think you are fine enough to drive when you are high, trust me, you are not. Because the bottom line is, if you feel different, you drive different. And if you drive high, that is under the influence. So remember, drive high, get a DUI. That's paid for by the NHTSA. All right, y'all, we want to thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen of the day. And make sure that you check out Locked On Sports Today, the biggest stores, sports stories around sports in 20 minutes or less. All right, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's takes of the day. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. All right, here we go. We had Nolan Smith going to the Washington Commanders. And now we got the New York Giants on the clock and they just went off the line last year we want to continue to bolster it guys listen i know it's not the sexiest of picks to keep going off the line but we see how that edge rusher has played out for them out of oregon he has been terrific for the giants he's wreaking havoc he's come on strong especially as of late the offensive line you want to continue to build there win in the trenches and I think Osiris Torrance, offensive lineman out of Florida, big guy, massive. He's going to be outside. We'll see. Are they going to like him more in the interior? But 6'5", 347-pound offensive lineman out of Florida, he's coming to the Giants. So uh, Giants, they got a new big body guy to move bodies around in their interior there. That is a nice fit, and I think that helps everybody going forward. We'll see what happens with uh, Barkley and, and his future. A lot to be determined there. In Los Angeles, it's very similar. you got to support the guy out front. You're winding down on the rookie contract for Justin Herbert. What can you do to get over this hump? They have been hot lately, getting back into the playoff picture. Uh, they are currently a wild card. Can they continue that? Well, one thing that's happened to get them back there is their weapons have returned in Mike Smith and Keenan Allen. What do you do that can augment and help those guys out? You give them speed. This is a bit early for me, but I think in terms of what the organization wants, it's kind of a narrower field because of the roster that's already in Los Angeles. Jalen Hyatt gives them that aspect. They can put him in the slot if they need to. He can learn from Keenan Allen in terms of releases, understanding defenses. But the thing that he can do that those guys cannot is burn right through too high coverage and take them out. So I like Jalen Hyatt as a new weapon for Justin Herbert. And they have Palmer. Palmer's been doing a solid job. Is he a long-term guy there? I think they're trying to figure that out. When they did have receivers out, man, he was the only guy kind of holding it down. But let's say, you know, the end of the road is near for Keenan Allen, who's been terrific, right? But getting a little bit older now. 
All right, yeah. still terrific. The production's still there, but maybe they want to go a different direction. And a guy like Hyatt to go with Palmer, I think, and obviously Mike Williams, I think that'd be uh, terrific. Add a different element, especially that pure speed as well that they've been missing, especially since uh, they had a guy with Guyton uh, go down with an injury. All right, uh, we're going to continue to check on the Chargers and what they're doing, but first we want to talk to you a little bit more about this pick coming up, the Baltimore Ravens. And the cornerback the, the, the position has been interesting for the Ravens. They've thrown a lot of resources out there, and, you know, it was a big-time strength of theirs. Not sure it's as much of a strength right now. So, because of that, we're going to go with Devon Witherspoon, cornerback out of Illinois, six foot, 180-pound guy, not as big in the frame, but when you look at his movement skills, a man-to-man, he can play that. We know Baltimore, they play a lot of man over the years. They've done well. We'll see if they continue uh, moving in that direction. But if they do, Devon Witherspoon is a guy that can really help with that. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. I really like that fit. Now, when he gets to Denver, obviously we know there is a complete meltdown in progress. Head coach has been let go. Defensive coordinator was offered the head coaching job and declined. That tells you something about what the state of the offense is in. They're tied to Russell Wilson. There's no way to get out of that. This is not a quarterback selection, folks. It is not going to be. But what can you do to help them? I think one position that is out there that could give you some kind of, of boost is the left tackle spot. Their, their interior has been playing decently. But it is the tackles in Denver that are, are problematic, and whether it's Cam Fleming on one side or Billy Turner on the other. Broderick Jones flipping in there from Georgia, a winning program, a guy with a ton of experience, a guy with good feet. I think that is something that can help Russ Wilson. So I'm going to give Broderick Jones to the Denver Broncos. Awesome. Denver Broncos, they got a lot of uh, different things going on right now with that team. and They're trying to figure it out, man. Uh, do you have any thoughts on I know you're in that range or that area. What are people saying about this? coaching situation, the quarterback situation, I'd imagine that they can't be too happy. As a matter of fact, I mean, I was watching uh, the last game. I'm just like, you're getting blown out like this by the Rams. And, and the Rams, they can be solid. <laughs> you know, got Baker Mayfield, whatever. whatever. They're, they are an extremely well-coached team. So at any point, they can get on you. But that, yeah. that obviously, that Nathaniel Hackett got fired. So what, what are the fa- people around that area saying about this team? It's all under their breath grumbling about how do they turn this around? How do they spend this much money? They don't have anything to show for it. There is talent here. Courtland Sutton has been wasted this season. They have to devise someone, bring someone in, in my opinion, that is an offensive mind that can u- utilize the tools that they have. Uh, Hamler's here. You have Jerry Judy. He, he can go off on a given time, but he can't get the consistency. They don't game plan correctly for their weapons. I think that's going to be the focus for their head coach search, and that will help Russell Wilson as well. Yeah, Denver, they are another team. Is like, man, what is the direction of this team? They're still trying to figure that out, and we're still trying to figure out where some of these guys are going. So up next, we got the Dallas Cowboys. You got the Cincinnati Bengals. You got the Kansas City Chiefs, the Vikings, Buffalo, and – the Philadelphia Eagles. We're going to get to all those guys and more up next. But first, we want to talk to y'all a little bit about the good folks over at Bet Online and how Bet Online is your number one source for all sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season, the basketball, the World Cup that just passed. We got all that at BetOnline.net. And if you like, sports podcast, which I'm sure you do, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get all your betting information. So what are you going to do? You're going to head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about BetOnline, where the game starts. 
All right. Got the Dallas Cowboys on the clock. And this is a team. Uh, they're trying to figure things out all over the field. But I'll tell you what, man. The, the, one of the more surprising areas where they need to improve is defense. And they have some big guys, man. You look at Mark, Michael Parsons and what he does for this team. He's been tremendous. But they need a little bit of help on that back end. And by back end, I mean more specifically the cornerback position. So for the Dallas Cowboys, I'm going to take out of Oregon, 6'2", 200-pound cornerback Christian Gonzalez, the transfer from Colorado. And he's a smooth guy. He has good feet. He, got, he has good instincts. I think this is a guy that can go to Dallas Cowboys and play extremely well opposite a guy like Trevon Diggs. So that's what I'm going to go with for the Dallas Cowboys. I, I like that fit, man. That, that gives them a, an option that moves them forward one way or the other. At the end of the line, there's, there's questions that they're going to have to deal with. They will get there. But – I, I want to switch over to the Cincinnati Bengals, a team that is on the surge, had a couple of hiccups early in the season. Now that they're pushing, uh, obviously they're they're within that top three in the AFC with with them, the triangle of Cincinnati, Buffalo, and Kansas City. How can they add to that? How can they fortify themselves? That's a tough one. The offensive line seems to be where folks want to go for the most part. I, I actually feel that that offensive line unit is starting to, to build and, and play better, but if you're going to strengthen a strength, it is that offense. It is protecting Joe Burrow. So who can step in and do that? I think there's one guy from Tennessee that you can see sliding into that tackle spot, giving them either depth or taking over. And that's Darnell Wright because the game has to evolve for Joe to be able to take less hits, to be able to do what he does. Obviously, we know about their weapons. Could they augment the running back position? Possibly. This is about the area where I think someone can take a chance on a running back. I don't think it happens yet. So I'm thinking Darnell Wright, Tennessee. Awesome. And you know what? I I, I can I can't pick for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's your squad. 49ers, <laughs> they don't have a first round pick. You cover this team. You know them better than anyone. So with the people still left on the clock, where did the Kansas City Chiefs go? You know, th- this is a tough one for me. And they've made investments and I've liked the the payoff in the investments quite a bit. Um the the couple of guys that I would have liked to have seen fallen have not. So how do you take advantage of what's there? It's a tall order, but can you make a strength stronger? Yes, you certainly can. Can you try and move outside of what you've done in the past? The corners are very young. There's a lot of them. There's four deep of guys that are going to be on the rookie contracts next season. I could see adding somebody like Christian Gonzalez to that group. Another Pac-12 corner that could be great, but I'm not going to do that right now. I think what you need is somebody that's a little bit more over the top, can take care of things, clean up some mistakes that those young guys are going to do, and they can grow together. It's Antonio Johnson. Texas A&M safety put back there with Justin Reed. A couple of Texas guys coming up to Kansas City. I like that pairing. Awesome. That that I like that. See, and I wasn't sure exactly where you're going to go. <laughs> I would have definitely given them the wrong pick, thinking maybe potentially running back. I don't know. How, how are they feeling about uh, the young kid, uh, number number 10? I'm blanking on his name right now. but he's Isaiah awesome. Pacheco is, is Pacheco. looking good. They're feeling good. And honestly, they've been bitten by Clyde Edwards-Lair has not lived up to his first round selection. Nothing against Clyde. Good back. Shouldn't have been taken in the first round. I don't think they can do that yeah. again. I think it was a little surprising even when they made that pick. All right, but uh, now we got the Minnesota Vikings. They are on the clock. And, and where do they go? I think they go cornerback. I mean, you lo- you watch what they've been doing at the cornerback position. They're trying to figure it out. They have Patrick Peterson, who he has made plays, but he's a little bit older. He's not prime Patrick Peterson. You have to figure out what's going to be the long-term solution there. And I think the long-term solution is the guy who potentially can go much higher than where we have him going in this draft. So if you're looking at it and you're like, why do y'all have Cam Smith? out of South Carolina, going with the 30th pick in the NFL draft, 
our apologies, but this is a guy who has immense talent, and I could definitely see him, one, going in the first round. If he's there at this pick, the Minnesota Vikings can't pass on him. So get, let's go get them a cornerback who's more of a long-term solution there. I, I like your thought, and I like that you didn't put your favorite guy into that spot because I know there's there's an Oregon corner that you kind of dig, and I, I, I appreciate that about it. But that brings us to the Buffalo Bills, and obviously a team that uh, has tried to augment the running back position a few times. This is the time where they get it done. I like what they have in Cook, and I think he's shown at times that he can still be explosive. I think if they get a primary three-down back in there, like B. John Robinson, to help Josh Allen, I think that balances the offense. I think that makes uh, the pressure on the defense come off a little bit, let some of those young guys that they have invested in come along. So I'm giving Robinson to the Buffalo Bills, and we should all be a little bit nervous. You know, it's funny that you have it because uh, I actually already have him penciled <laughs> in there at the very bottom. You see, Bajan Robinson, I, I mean, he was going there no matter what, I feel like. And, I, you know, they got cooked there. And he <laughs> he has been playing much better as of late. But I think right now they would love to have that guy that they just can consistently go to just all the time, you know. And there's a three-down back. I'm not sure they have quite the three-down back mm-hmm. right now. So, uh, I really like that pick. And now, are there 31 picks in this round or 32? There are. Miami has lost theirs due to penalties, so there are only 31 picks in the first. All right, so the Buffalo Bills, they closed this whole thing out. Uh, we have the the Philadelphia Eagles right now. For whatever reason, they're still on the clock. So we'll go with the Eagles. We'll pick this. If they're not there, we'll figure it out. But um, with the last pick in the first round, the Philadelphia Eagles, number one team in the NFL right now, how do they get better? How, how does this team continue to get on the up? And I think maybe, you know, you look at some of these different positions. We talked about edge rusher. We drafted for them early here. Receivers have gone off the board. I mean, they are one of the more complete teams. Maybe they can go linebacker. That's what I'm thinking. So let's go Trenton Simpson, uh, Clemson, linebacker, 6'3", 240 pounds, uh, has the range, has the ability do you th- see something like that? I mean, they did just draft um, the kid out of Georgia last year who, you know, you know, has had injuries, trying to work through that, yep. uh, with, that he was drafted with. But where where the hell do they improve at? This team is pretty loaded. You know, and I think it's, it is on the defensive side because you got to look at age there as well. So I, I know Slay's playing pretty solid, but you could look at maybe inside, a guy that can play both. Maybe there's a Utah corner that might fit well and give you kind of a lift. On the inside routes, uh, Clark Phillips might be a guy that I'd look there as well. I know Avante Maddox is there, but there are, there's more room to grow on that position, on that side of the ball. Obviously, Jalen Hurts has surprised everyone, well, everyone but us, in coming on this season. So maybe you look on the defensive side. Yeah. All right, let's get continue to get better on that defensive side and uh, beat up on the Dallas Cowboys, who my big brother, huge fan of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, yeah, kick their butts, please, <laughs> Eagles. Keep doing it. It, it, it gives us trash talk. Uh, you know, for any opportunity I, I, I have. I talk trash to my brother about that, all right? But <laughs> you got to. Uh, that's going to do it for this first-round mock draft. We finished. We knocked out all the team's picks. Let us know how you feel about who was selected for your team. Where did we go wrong? Let us know right here, but that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, you got Locked On Chiefs, you got Locked On 49ers, and plenty of other Locked On shows across the entire platform. But um, have fun this weekend. Everybody be safe. You got the new year coming up. 
you know, big games this weekend, college bowl games, all that stuff. Exciting times. And we're going to continue to bring you this draft content right here on Locked On NFL Draft. Peace.